Just grab him in the brisket. Hey, there's John John. Milky? Milky. Milky. Aren't they all males? That's Milky. M-A-I-L-K-E-Y. Milky. I don't even know uh, what that means. You checked the mail yesterday, so. Uh, Whatever, you checked the mail last. my keys to the thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's true. True stories. So I John, I want uh, that mail key. Where is the mail key? Where's the mail key, Father? I want that two dollars. This is Jonathan Latham Jr. on Grab Them in the Brisket. Today's topic: Where did my dad put the mail key? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Tomorrow's topic is: Where are we going to find the mail key? <laughs> That's going to be up your ass. Right? How long are you grounded? Uh, <laughs> Do you only have one mail key? No. I, I literally made like 12 copies of it, so this wouldn't happen. <laughs> That's illegal, dude. Is it? Ace had no trouble with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a place with the helpful hardware folks, so. Welcome to the Grabbing the Brisket podcast. This is James. This is John. Alden is here. Alden. Come on. What's up, my dudes? There we go. Y'all know me. <laughs> All right, Alden, hit him with the business. Grilling is my business, ladies, and business is good. What movie reference is that from? Oh, just give them the business. All right, damn it. Hey, guys, we love the positive feedback. I mean, what movie is that? I don't what know. movie is that? I don't remember. Major pain. Of course, he don't say grilling. He does say killing. Oh. Killing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Cool, cool, cool. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Anyways, guys, we're here. If you need to get a hold of us, we love all the feedback we have been getting from everybody. Our email is... One of the best places, you know, you can leave you know, a long, drawn-out comment that we love. You know, we love reading all these stories that you guys are telling us and stuff like that. So, um, our address is grabbingthebrisket at gmail.com. You can re- reach us at uh, Twitter. It's at grabthebrisket. Uh, Facebook and Instagram are one and the same. It's at grabthemandthebrisket. So, let's get it going, guys. Fantastic job. I mean. Wow, it was a little drawn out, but yeah. okay. you got it all in there. Boom. There it is. There Way it to is. go, Alden. Yeah, right. sweet. So right, uh, let's introduce our <laughs> guest. Uh, we have a guest with us today, Denny. What's up, guys? How's it going? And I'll tell you, is Denny from Chicks That Smoke for some of you guys and gals out there that may know her. So, and it's Denny Lathrop, and she's the um, wife of uh, our good um, um, me, yeah, John, <laughs> our good John. <laughs> I was gonna say teammate. And I was like, nope, that's not the word. Uh, bandmate? Nope, that's not the word. Boss? Nope, that's not the word. <laughs> Compadre? Editor extraordinaire? Right. <laughs> mm, yep. I like that. I like that, actually. Uh, it's a lie. So what's going on, Chicks of Smoke? <laughs> Nothing much, guys. Thanks for having me. This is fun. I'm excited to uh, kind of share some things that are going on with y'all. Awesome. Yeah. So we, we have the 90-second beer review coming up. Um, before we get into that, we always like to, I guess, propose a couple of questions just to kind of like... Okay, can we pause real quick? Yes. Like, chicks that smoke. Like, let's give a little, let's give a little back history on what's, what, what this is, what, what this means. Chicks that smoke, right? Like, yeah, Denny, like, tell us more about yourself. Like, where is she? What is, what is this? Is this like a new thing or is this like a, a site you go to or, or what? Like. Well, hopefully soon it will be a nonprofit because that's my goal for end of year. But I like to uh, share, especially on social media, my kind of passion for cooking kind of evolved into the 
smoking grilling aspect, but I like to, um, you know, share that I've been passionate about this since my aunt is a chef and she's lived with us for, I guess, 11 years, maybe 12 years now. And ever since I was a kid, um, I've enjoyed putting recipes together and things. And so, um, you know, this, this barbecue world seems to be a, um, man's only world, but us moms that have the uh, responsibility of, you know, working, cooking, providing for the family, we can do it too. And I love to share meal prepping and just kind of, you know, keeping everybody at home and not wasting their budget eating out. And so I've had fun the last couple of years perfecting that. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. And if you're not awesome. following uh, Denny on social media, I mean, She's got like four million followers. At chicks that smoke. Right, so, yeah. I mean, John would probably know. Yeah. At chicks that smoke. Yep, you'll Something. find me. Yeah. But make sure you put chicks that smoke. If you mess that up, you'll get some very interesting uh, women. That's not me. Yeah. <laughs> women in blunt. I'm sure when you're typing out chicks that. There's probably a lot of like stuff that just pops up. Women that like, blunts or just, women that have blunts. Just type that, smoke uh, really fast after the word that, yeah. and you'll find me. Just close your eyes, and <laughs> it'll be good. That's 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 funny. That is so awesome, though, because even our name, you know, this is our barbecue team. It's chasing more smoke. It's like, eh, is this a uh, is it a weed thing? Is it a smoke thing? And I kind of felt that way yesterday, going to the you know to uh, my daughter's concert. And I'm wearing this thing, and I'm like, man, are somebody going to tell me, like, hey, this isn't appropriate, sir. You can't wear that kind of stuff here. And I was going to be like, hey, uh, I'm on a barbecue team. So it's very appropriate. That's because we're in Texas. That's Where we're true. from in California, it's just the norm. Right. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> well, let me ask you, Denny. Uh, we posed the question to John, like, maybe episode one or two or well, we threw around a couple of like icebreaker questions to, to everybody. And I'm just thinking off the top of my head what they were. One of them was, what is the weirdest thing that you've ever eaten? I ate a caterpillar in the sixth grade as a dare. Ooh. And it was alive. And it tickled my um, throat. Your esophagus. As it was going down. <laughs> but I didn't back down from a dare, so it was all worth it. Well, at least it wasn't a, like a millipede. Yeah, but I did it three times. What hmm. the? F- <laughs> right. So obviously you've got issues. And, uh, okay. Uh, perfect. That's why I hang out with y'all. <laughs> let's let's be is, honest. That's probably the most classiest thing I've ever heard come out of your mouth. Yeah. And I did it three times. Well, you know, other people wanted to see me prove it again. And okay. And it was at the bike rack, and there was a caterpillar on the bike rack. You so just I kept just, finding them. We are like, that's I didn't mine. I it. That's mine. Boom. Got all you butterflies. (laughs) That kind of reminds me of a story, and and this might be more on the lines of just creepy AF, but at one point in time, me and Jan, younger, were living at an apartment complex with mom and dad, and there was an older gentleman that was a little off a little bit, and Jan could probably like a little bit. I'm not sure if off is even the word to say what he was. Uh, we used to push him around, and he was in a wheelchair. And I think the guy could walk, but he liked being pushed in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. We'd push him around. And I think he had like a maybe a fake leg or something going on too. But I know he would he would say like we would be out like in the woods all day. We'd come back and we'd we'd, we'd catch a tarantula or something, right? 
we'd bring it and he'd like let me see that tarantula and then he'd just grab it or he'd just do weird like hey don't grab it it'll bite you or something right you don't know so we caught a couple of scorpions and then he ate the scorpion he ate the scorpion hmm. that was rough on yeah. the other end alive <laughs> alive alive uh. opened his mouth up holding the stinger just put it on his tongue and just let it crawl down his throat until he's like and just starts chewing I, we told my mom and she was like hey listen we've actually evicted him he, he's <laughs> yeah done. she doesn't live here anymore yeah, he's done could you stop <laughs> talking to him she's like she can't believe that we even knew him she's like oh my god where, what is going on with my kids that's a hey, that's lesson learned right there so was the wheelchair legit yeah, i mean he had like a fake leg like so oh. i'm sure he got tired of walking all the time but yeah. dude could walk right yeah we push him everywhere. Was he a pirate? I don't know. Wow. As a boy growing up in, you know, I, I guess any royal rule. There we go. Rules. God damn <laughs> What is that word? Rowins. Non- rule. Rule. Growing up in the country. Rule. Uh, you really didn't have much to do except for just go outside and explore and just find shit and catch shit and just like bring it home. And yeah. uh, there were several occasions where me and Jan would catch snakes and just just stick them in our pocket and just go home like no big deal and just like mom's like oh, I got to do laundry and like okay cool here's the pants here you go and the mom's like checking pockets God, and pulls a out snake a snake coming out of the pocket yeah literally we have a child that that may happen to us <laughs> literally I said what are you doing outside he said I'm making a playground for the worms this was two days ago he's making a playground for the worms yeah that's not right. doing all that worms and snakes it's two little different things though yeah that's true but it could happen oh yeah for sure okay before we get into the 90 second beer review i'm just gonna say this really quick we're all probably gonna die in the next like six months or so of the black plague hmm. is it coming back yeah you guys didn't see that today there's like a couple of cases that popped up in china nope the denny may know a little bit better the pneumatic mm. plague Oh, great. So, um, John will probably be first since he's on an airplane frequently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, frequently. <laughs> Doing a little research, uh, I, I learned there because there's pneumatic, there's septic, no, se- septic, septic. Mm-hmm. and then there's the Is it pneumatic bubonic. or nomadic? Either way. Doesn't huh. pneumatic mean like air pressure or something? Potato, tomato. Yeah, like right. traveling, right? It's traveling plague, right? You're... Well, I'd like to invite you guys uh, to church um, on Sunday. Oh, your system. Your chest. Yeah, like your... Uh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? The so they have coming. two cases of that plague mm-hmm. outbreak. Correct. What's the cure? If it's treated early... Penicillin. They can cure it. If you wait too long, it's death. Okay, is it the real plague? Because here's the deal. You remember a few years back, the bird flu, mm-hmm. right? And then airplane, like air, airline companies like cleared out pillows and blankets and all these additional costs that they had and they saved a lot of money. So is this like a marketing thing? It's the same strain. Like the, the parasitic tick mm. jumping from animal to person. So once again, I'd like to invite you all to church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. We're going to get right we'll with be Jesus. <laughs> Well, I was going to say uh, The Cure would probably be Amy's favorite band, for one thing. But you're saying a septic thing? That, that's like a rat that comes from your toilet, right? No, there, uh, there's, there's septimic, se- septic, septic, there's pneumatic, and there's bubonic. Oh. Bubonic was the one that wiped all them fools out back in the day, right? 
that was the the black plague, right? Correct. Okay, that's a bad one. We don't want to do that again. But they say pneumatic is the worst because it's spread by coughing. Oh, great! It's airborne. It's you cough, you get it. Airborne. Got it. That makes sense now. So airplanes will be the harvesting platform. Yeah, I mean that's China. They're they're already traveling over here, so I'm sure it's already over here. And so, hey, drink up, guys. Hey, cheers. Cheers. Let's get into the 90 second beer review. All right, what we got? Okay, so Denny, which I think is a um, sponsor. Yeah, I've had a great partnership with Carbach. Yep. Super excited to partner up with them. And they have generously uh, given us some Crawford Bach to uh, go ahead and review. I'm going to be honest. I've reviewed this beer many, many times. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a particular favorite of ours. That's the freshness of an opening of a Carbach Crawford Bach. Solid. You know, I, I like this beer. I think this thing's pretty solid. Would you say, actually, that it will go ahead and replace the uh, Coors on TBC? Yes, I can't afford this beer. It's a little expensive. <laughs> it's a little more expensive than maybe the Coors Light that I drink. But, yeah, I would definitely drink this beer over Coors Light. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good beer. It's more of a splurge is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, if you, I mean it's, a, it's a craft beer. If you're paying for a craft beer, you're going to pay a higher, higher premium for that, which... I'm happy to pay for it, and I go to places, and if I see they have it on draft, I, I always order it. Uh, so I've definitely reviewed this beer many times. I do like, uh, I'm always a can guy, so I always look at the can. How, how does the labeling look? How does the actual beer itself? And I really like the way this thing is labeled. It's not centered the way you think it would be. It's Nothing's very uniform, right? It's, you know, car box at the very top of it. Uh, Crawford Bach, which if you don't know what the Crawford Bach is for Houston, it's a box area for the Houston Astros Stadium, right? So the Crawford Boxes, you can buy seats to that. You can buy, you know, and go watch the game there and sit in the Crawford Boxes. So this is the Crawford Bach. It's a little heavier, a little dark beer, kind of. It's yeah, it's a like, Bach. It's a yeah, yeah. Shiner-esque. Um, it, it is, but it, it tastes like a light beer, and it pairs perfectly with peanuts. With peanuts? Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. I do like the Astros logo going down the thing of it, right? It has the, what do you call it, the rainbows? It has the rainbow logo on there. And then, uh, let's see, what does it say here? It says, a home run every time. What's even easier than jacking a dinger into the Crawford boxes? Which, George George Springer, right? He, he jacks Springer dingers, dinger. right? How about cracking open a delicious Crawford box? Crawford box is so smooth, you can easily stretch the single into a double, Pairs perfectly with peanuts. Great stadium dogs and a good seventh inning stretch. Amen. Hey, I like that. Didn't he hit that one on the head? By the way, hey, like you, you would hit a dinger. Like, uh, you would have hit a dinger. Four point five percent alcohol by volume, and it's made by Carbach, which is right here. It's a hometown brewery, and if you're in the Houston area, have not been there, you need to go check them out. It's a pretty awesome place. Yes. Well, let me let me let me let me try some of this. Which I've had, Alan's, Alan's I've had multiple times. I've had multiple times, and I like it. I mean, that gets knocked out of the park, right? It's um for me, four point five percent. Like you say on the alcohol volume, I probably double that for my rating. So I probably, eh, maybe not a nine. I probably give about a solid seven and a half. Yeah, that's a good one. That's that's a, that's a uh, that's a winner on the Alden scale. Yeah, that is the highest rating Alden has given a beer. Yeah. That's very true. And I'll probably say 
This is probably one of our favorite beers, and it's kind of like a, I would say, I'll go 8.5. So, I think this is a solid beer. Probably one of the best. I would actually give it a Grand Slam. 10.0. That's a rookie score. Oh, my God. Why would you do that? There is no 10. How do you give a 10 to this and then give a 10 to something else? You can't do that. It's, the best it's unattainable. It's the best beer Unattainium. besides vodka. It's, it's the freaking metal you can't get on earth. Like, you can't 10. give it a 10. Okay. Yeah. 10.2. Okay. Well, obviously, a rookie score right there. I do like this beer. 8.6. That's a high score right See, the there. The problem is you're using number system. This should have been a single, double, triple, home run, or a grand slam. No. I gave no. it a grand slam. That's the problem here. No, it's not. I look. We appreciate That's the problem. We, Do we, I need to start running this podcast? I mean, look, we am I being recruited right hey, now? So we appreciate the novice in you, and look, we're going to train you up, and yeah, it's fine. Just you know, come come with a real score next time, right? Give it an honest opinion. Grand slam. Uh, James, what was your score? Uh, eight point four. Eight point four. What was mine? Actually, eight point five. <laughs> Thank can, you. Can I recap? This is really a Denny Grand Slam. Okay. A Danny Grand Slam. Danny John, Grand what was Slam. yours? Uh, yeah, this is a super smooth beer, but it actually has flavor. It's not like drinking. I mean, obviously, we drink a lot of Coors Light, and it's easy to drink a lot of it. But you can drink a lot of these, and it actually has some flavor. I would give it a 8.3. Pack your stuff. That's a good score. <laughs> hey, that's a good score. 8.3 is a good score. That is like, the highest score I've given a beer. That, without a doubt. And, and hell, Alden gave it a... Uh, what'd you, Hey, whatever you're doing, Carbach, keep doing it. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, they they have a whole line of beers out there, and, I mean, they are all phenomenal. There's probably a few that I'm like, eh, it's not really for me, Uh, but that may be something for somebody else. Well, now that baseball season's over, we're going to transition into the you'll shoot your eye out since Christmas is here. Carbach has it out and ready. It is true, yes. And it's now a uh, Uh Christmas staple. Yes. We definitely need to review that that one for Christmas. Uh, My favorite thing on the back of the can, it says, recycle, damn it. (laughs) Does it? It does. It does. (laughs) Carbach's awesome. With an exclamation point. Well, I can't wait till, uh, you know, back home, all of our California peeps get to try it. They're not quite there yet, but they are expanding. And uh, they're not quite a national brand, but they will be. Won't take long. Yeah. I mean, Carbrock, I mean, they have quite a, like, like I mentioned earlier, they have quite a few different styles of beer and different flavors of beer. Um, one they had just recently out, like this past summer, was some type of, I can't remember the name of the brew, but it was a conservation type name oh yeah it's a uh, coastal something or other coastal something other well every six pack that you bought they donated um like part of the proceeds to some coastal conservation to help um you know protect the environment doing that's good awesome. things with dough i mean that's that's what it's all about doing good things with dough and not people digging on your background sure, yeah Just hey, let them do good stuff with the dough you continue to buy the same stuff that you normally buy and that goes on to help for Other sure. people. For sure. Yeah. Coastal Conservation Ale. So I do want to ask, so did y'all see uh, one of our good buddies, you know, that listens to podcasts regularly, Blake, Blake Harper. Mm-hmm. He uh, tried his first Shiner Bog. Did y'all see that? I think I did see that. Yeah. yeah. I did see that. He, he's located he's in Illinois. No. Yeah. He's, uh, 
He's no. well. He's an indie. Uh, he's an indie fan. So he's from. He's a Colts fan. Yeah, uh, he's in Indianapolis. Sure. Yeah, I believe Maybe. he's from somewhere around there. But uh, he said he's going to be a a drinker of those now. He's a so. fan. Yeah. yeah, he's a fan of Shinerbuck. So. That's good. Hey, you can't go wrong with Shiner or Bluebell. That's yeah. Those are two staples, man. Have two to Texas staples, that. no doubt. Do it. I have to agree on that. So yeah. when we moved here, like eleven years ago, and Whataburger. No, no, Whataburger is <laughs> a, a no go. But we moved here, where we're from. There's a creamery, local creamery, just like you know, it's called Crystal. The milk, the ice cream, yogurt, everything, right? So we move here, and everybody's like, "Ah, oh, Bluebell." We're like, "Meh." We have crystal like you have never had that look right? i've had ass cream before so i mean it, whatever <laughs> i get it basically yeah. ice cream is so good yeah it's like ice cream right yeah. and then i buy the homemade bluebell vanilla the john's og, like, the yeah, OG yeah. yeah just the basic john's like uh this might be the best ice cream i've ever had and it's good yeah so when we're back home or we try to talk to you know our family back there, they're like, yeah, we get that. We get that Blue Bunny stuff. Like, no. no. <laughs> not Blue Bunny. That's at Walmart. Not. Yeah, we're not doing this Blue Bunny Blue here. Bell. Blue Bell. Uh, yeah. So have y'all done the tour? No, because they're never open when we have You have to our, go during the week. Yeah, we You got to take the kids out of school and drive up there and go through the tour. That's what we, that's what we did. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. And uh, when you get done with it, you eat ice cream. Whatever flavor you want, so yeah, we have Laura's relatives. Uh, they have some living up in Maryland. They, they don't. They're from Texas, oh. and they moved up there. And he, I think, he worked for the the Pentagon and military and all that stuff like that. So they, they moved up. It's like a top secret agent or something. You can't talk. Yeah, you'll be dead yeah. tomorrow. But yeah, I think you work for the yeah. post office or James? Pentagon or. He something. tells me stuff. I was like, yeah. hey, I could tell you this now because it's like twenty five years later and it's been declassified and all that stuff like that. I'm like, okay, whatever. Hey, uh, I don't want to know it. Don't tell me. So, I'm a risk. Hey, he's a huge fan of our brisket, by the way. So up there, they cannot get Bluebell. Do not have Bluebell in the grocery stores, except for Outback. Outback restaurant up there carries Bluebell. I mean, yeah, Bluebell, homemade vanilla ice cream. They will go to Outback just to get Bluebell like, ice hey, cream. Uh, so he had like, huh. I can imagine this. He had like his big hot, like brownie and fudge and like, like bluebell. What yeah. is it? The molten, molten bluebell, right? Bluebell on top. And they're like, hey, can you just like take all that other stuff away? No caramel, no, Mm-mm. just extra bluebell. Four scoops of that freaking bluebell. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we yeah, should start definitely. reviewing ice cream instead of uh, 90 second beer. No, review. I mean, hold on a second. I mean, not <laughs> all of us can eat Easy. ice cream. Here, hey, so. how about beer floats? No. Then, then we're getting into um, bilk. <laughs> I would have to ask uh, Mr. Gibson how the uh, ice cream is actually in the Outback. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if we have ice cream out there. I mean,. Down under, I mean, it might be just kangaroo milk and mix that with the, you freeze it and now you have kangaroo ice cream. I, I don't know. Kangaroo crunch sounds good to me. It actually does. <laughs> it's better than not peanut butter crunch. crunch. Oh, for sure. And it's better than uh, M&M's, peanut M&M's. Absolutely. Peanut butter anything is bad. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, a spoonful of peanut butter is fine, but the artificial, nah. I'm getting stink out over here. I don't even know why. Oh, 
No, not we even have, the cereal. We have a, uh, by the way, everybody, we have a witness. Uh, not a witness, but we have the actual uh, person super watching. Super fan? Super fan. We have a live audience, We, we have a live audience. I mean, I didn't get into the first time you got drunk. It's not really great. I was old. I feel like every time, every first time you got drunk is really great. Even though it was like horrible. Did you throw up? No. Did you actually get drunk? Yes. What were you drinking? Okay, so the first time I was 20 years old. 20? Yeah. What, did you go to like church camp or something? <laughs> did you live on like a, like a hill? Last week. Was there a, was there a prairie? I had goals, Jan. Last goals. week. All right. And, was there like uh, a farm My husband something? decided oh, to fill God. the refrigerator You were married with, already? Um, Mike's Hard Lemonade. Okay. And that was it. There was no food. And it was not fun. His sister and I had. Okay, okay. time out, time out, time out. Such a good Let's time. just stop. Let's just stop. Like you're, I see what you're doing. You're bringing the story in, and I, I just want to take this back for a second. You're 20 years old. Correct. You're married. We're this, about to get married. And this is the first time you've tasted the sweet nectar and had it intoxicate you. Correct. I, I feel like it's a little... I bought a house at 19 years old. Like, okay. I had mortgages. Yeah. You had a mortgage. Yeah. And you didn't have any alcohol? <laughs> Wasn't old enough to buy I, it. It's like, okay. All right. So, so you got drunk. So, you're drinking... What were you drinking? Smirnoff Ice. How many? That's a long time ago. Yeah, I don't know. Not Not like a binging because actually my husband was vomiting his whole dinner in the kitchen sink. Okay. He had so, I had to pick off. up whole hot dogs out of the wrong Ugh. side of the sink to get them in the right side of the sink it's always hot dogs isn't it it is yeah yeah it's always, a, always a whole hot dog too which is weird <laughs> just not just didn't process well in the stomach yeah, yeah so my, you chew my, it up and you spit it out and it's a whole hot dog yeah That's my <laughs> drinking fun didn't happen until after my 30s okay till i i moved on a specific street in Pearland, texas and got really bad influences mm-hmm Okay. So you didn't have fun until you moved here, basically. A hundred percent. Why do you too, think they haven't t- moved yet? <laughs> Us too. <laughs> like, they can have three more children. They're like, no, no, it's fine. We have room. We have plenty of room. It's fine. We have closets. That's a Triple nursery. Triple bunk beds. Boom. Let's go. We have one moving out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we had a uh, cook-off this past weekend, um, and it was pretty successful. Uh, it wasn't as successful as some of the other teams, like uh, Alden's father-in-law. Ice uh, Cold Cookers. Ice Cookers won grand champion. That's Congratulations awesome. to those people. I mean, they did a phenomenal job. Alan, you can say his name. It's fine. Alan. So yeah. did Alan take my advice with the um, strawberry jelly on the brisket? Because that's how you win a competition. I, I, don't, I don't think, think he, he did. did. Yeah. Dang it. Twins. I think it was a, a very successful uh, cook-off that we had. I think that we came together as a team a little bit. We had some other guys step up and, mm-hmm. and cook. Right. We let some new guys That's right. do the cooking. So we had other guys that, you know, most of us that actually do the cooking. We t- took a, a step back, allowed other people to step up and do their thing. I, I do think for their first solo cook-off, and really I'm giving limited amount of advice. I mean, you give advice to, and you're trying to assist, but – Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, it's on you. I, I'm not here to tell you what to do. Yeah, they, they you know, pretty much whatever. did it yeah. themselves. I mean, uh, I, I think they did a great job. And I think the, the, the showing they had actually speaks for 
like your first time, right? Not even your first time. Your first time, they, they already know what to do. They've already watched everybody do, you know, like our processes and everything else. For to have them step in and kind of go through that, mm-hmm. I think it was a good learning moment for them. I think it was a good outcome, personally. Yeah. I was not expecting to get grand champion, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but it, special we shout got out. calls. Yeah. Correct. So. Yeah. Special shout out to Matt Sorge uh, right. and then John Ninson. I mean, those guys ramrodded that whole thing. There was a lot of like, I guess, uh, would you say like little like tutelage from Sean and yeah, James, John, or John wasn't there. The John took a back seat to this but whole thing. But those guys did it uh, all themselves. Yeah, yeah, we were all out there trying to like assist and like, hey, don't do this, do this. We or, primarily just like sat back yeah. and drank beer and just. I like, loved it. I loved it. Hey, yeah. you guys, we cheered them on. Hey, how's that fire looking? Uh, don't know. Let's drink a beer. Yeah, that's great. So, but they did a phenomenal job, and, and, and quite honestly, this is a valuable experience that these guys can learn so they can move forward. Some of these other cook-offs that, hey, we're not always killing ourselves just trying to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning or 3 o'clock in the morning. Maybe we can maybe show up at 6 o'clock in the morning and... And trust you know, that, hey, our process is still being done. Things I, and I totally so agree. They, they killed it. They did a great job. Yeah, I, I totally agree. They did. And golf clap this. It's awesome. Perfect. All right, so let's get into the barbecue portion of this podcast. And I came across an article on BuzzFeed.com, 19 Grilling Gadgets That Should Not Exist. And this article was written by Rachel Sanders. And we're going to go through a couple of these items. We won't go through all of them, but hey, you guys uh, check it out for yourself. And if we get John to throw it up there and you can click the link yourself. So I'm, I'm going to f- pretty much flashcard the guy's and gals here and let's you get your honest opinion on some of these items okay so the first one the hot dog roller we have it at our home we don't have that i think we do we have a lot of dumb shit but i don't think we have that How i think that i bought work? that it's like at the gas station no, and it, it rolls it looks the hot like dogs and you sit there roller. back and forth so you got to keep the grill open and just sit there moving the back yes, I think I, so. I'm pretty sure I've bought that before. It looks like wow. the gas station rollers it where does. you get the hot dogs but it has a handle on it so you stick it on top of your grill and then just keep rolling it back and forth mm-hmm. until it's Listen. done. I think it's something has to solid. roll those itself. You shouldn't be have to manually roll those. No, here's the thing. Here's what we did wrong. Right? We just associated that with the gas station, but we forgot the ballpark. That's a ballpark Frank right there. This is a stainless steel roller that keeps your dogs elevated, elevated off the grill. And what does it do? It prevents the charring flames away from your hot dog. That's, that's, that's the part a fail. you want. I'm sorry, did you did you say I wanted a hot dog or a piece of cold weenie or something? Cold wiener. I, don't, I don't want boiled yeah, but, wiener. Cold but yeah, wiener. but you go to Minute Maid Park, you're watching the Astros play, and you get a hot dog. They don't give you a charred hot dog. No, they give you a nice rolled... It's boiled. No, it's on the rollers. That's a ballpark hot dog, just like at the gas station. Yeah, but what's what's the fuel on that thing? What I mean, where do you, where do you put that on? Electricity. Because that... Obviously, he's not. First of all, when I go to the ballpark, I eat peanuts in a bag. I eat four or five freaking beers. uh, Are you you telling me you've never had a Sonic hot dog? I had one today, actually. 
on metal rollers. I had Boom. a pony today, as a matter of yeah. fact. Well, and chili cheese tots. With that, to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't and feel like that, that contraption is a complete fail. I feel like that might be nice to have. Okay. What's next? What do we got next? I mean, your kids don't want to eat hot dogs with brown stuff on them. It's perfect. Truly do. No. My kid's like, hey, can you chart my a little more? I'm like, sure. No. Sure, Lily. That makes perfect. sense from y'all. <laughs> All right. Next, we got the Himalayan salt plate. That sounds very cold. Okay, I actually have one of these, so I'm gonna sound I'm gonna sound a little weird or whatever. Not only is it confusing, it's impermanent. It's fine. Quick, no, I quick. think it's permanent. Yeah, impermanent. No, you permanently weird. You permanently. Uh, so it's a it's a Himalayan salt block that you heat up in the oven. Okay, so you can't do it on the grill. Uh, you're not supposed to. If you do, uh, it'll crack and break if it heats up too quickly because of the moisture. So heat up slowly in the oven, pull it out, put it on your grill. You can grill your steaks on it. You can grill your shrimp on it. You can grill your fish, your fish on it. It does leave a little hint of, of salt from the Himalayan block, but I mean you have to season uh, from it. I actually like it, and you actually cook the meat from it. It's it's pretty cool. So you that. used yours quite a bit. I've used it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't use that shit. Don't give me that. And uh, also have another one that you use for ice cream. So you mix your ice cream on it. And so I don't like salty ice cream at all. That sounds awful. You don't get a saltiness from the ice cream. It's just you get just a hint. All right. And it's, it's, it's really good. So check out your stores. We're selling them. Chase more smoke. Have you ever made ice cream out of snow when it snows like where you live at? Just yellow snow. Oh, it's got to come down a couple of times. But no, but for real. Have you ice made, cream? Have you ever, no. Have you ever made, made snow homemade ice cream? ice cream? But I've never made it from snow. Now I made a snow cone from snow. Okay. Okay. To move on, the next one is the spice arm. Ooh. Can you guess what it is? It's a delivery system of spice. It is. Okay. Pee Wee Herman had one of those. I guarantee you. Oh boy. All right. I'll show is that you what a he picture. Got arrested for? Probably, maybe, but he had one of those things that just, boop, 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 it was like a conveyor belt of yes. something. See, that's a practical gadget that I would buy. So basically, it's a long telescoping shaker. So it, it, basically, it's a long arm that you can attach a bottle of seasoning to that you can shake onto your food if you're trying to reach across a grill that's like 50 or to 70 inches long. That's dumb. How big is your grill? I'm exaggerating, but... If your grill is 72 inches long and you're standing on long ways, hey, that's <laughs> on you, man. You need to go right? the width. That is, that is a long reach, yeah. but... I feel like if I didn't want to touch my Himalayan salt block, that wouldn't be a bad thing. The pictures that they show on this thing, like that grill looks like it's about maybe just a normal size gas grill. Like, that dude just, I, I can't put my arm <laughs> over the flames. He's got the dinosaur arms. Very dinosaur arm-like. T-Rex. All right, look, that's for the T-Rex arms. You want that, then, of course, perk up about, about two inches from it and shake it on there. You'll be fine. But I, I don't think that's actually a needed gift, to be honest with you. Okay, well, hey, let leads me to ask this question. Do you season your meat on the grill, or do you season it? Before you put it on the grill. That was my first thought. I don't usually add seasoning once it's on there. That's right. I do before, but 
There are times you might want to add a little more. No, so I can see adding something. Like we've all added a little, just like in barbecue, right? Your barbecue, you add a finishing, finishing dust, dust or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, something. But I've never just taken a shaker and just shook some shit, going, "Oh, like I didn't do enough." Well, or it's anything. probably because you would burn yourself. But I mean, yeah. if you had the telescoping pole Fantastic. here, okay. you might actually season more often. You might actually produce a little better barbecue. Okay. Yeah. Touche. I feel like that might be your Christmas gift. Bobby Boucher. (laughs) Moving on to the next one. Potato nails. Okay, please read the description of that one. These are pretty much nails that you put through your potatoes. And supposedly, these nails make the potatoes cook faster and more evenly. Is it due to a distribution of the heating of the nail? I think it's... I think their logic is the nail heats up. Yeah, the current. I think it's pretty brilliant. So the little flat head of this thing supposedly heats up, and that heat goes all the way through the nail itself. It's a delivery system. Delivery system. The current. This is why we have a lot of gadgets at our house. Okay, let's be honest. Okay, I'm looking at the picture of these. These are like golf ball potatoes. Yeah, the, that would be better for a Costco-sized potato. Uh, the pitcher has done it disservice. If that's on a russet, I guarantee you, you're driving like 16 nails to that damn thing, trying to get it heated up. <laughs> and hey, you know what? A little tinfoil and a little fire does the same thing. Imagine that saying. shit on an Idaho potato, bro. Come on. That's right. Hey, sometimes you need to speed the process up. We don't have all day. For a potato, like it's literally like two and a half minutes to cook in the microwave. Six minutes to cook on a 500-degree pit. Like, how long do you cook your potatoes for? You lost me at microwave. All right. Last but least, the ham dogger. What? The ham dogger. Can you guess what that is? Ham dogger. The ham dogger. It's a hamburger. It's some contraption that's going to make your hamburger a dog. Make a hot dog out of hamburger. That is correct. Boom. We might it's own to that make too. Hamburger oh, so it makes ground dogs. beef into a big old wiener. It makes a beef stick. That's where Sonic gets their stuff from. So you put it in a hot dog bun. What? Hmm. How big is that thing? None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it goes on to this article. It's like, no. hey, bro, <laughs> you know what would be rad? What, bro? If we can make a hamburger except... It was in the shape of a hot dog. Laugh out loud, bro. You're so right. God, no. Just don't. If you want a hamburger, get a hamburger. What's wrong with a, a cylindrical or a circular, flat, pancake-looking hamburger? <laughs> I'm going right? to get my best read on this. I think you do a really good job. I just want to see how it sounds if I say it. Okay. All right? It sounds like the twins saying it. Hey, bro. You know what would be... <laughs> You know what would be rad, bro? I can't even do this. Yeah, you This is the worst thing. Who would? Here. This is the most disgusting. You, you want to do it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here you go. Try, try, try reading that. Hey, bro. You know what would be rad, bro? What, bro? If you could make a hamburger, except it was shaped like a hot dog. LOL, bro. You're so high right now. I know, right? Dude, look. Amazon's got you covered. 
So, I mean, that kind of concludes that barbecue section of it. And I'm sure as we move a little bit closer towards Thanksgiving, actually Christmas, we got to get past Thanksgiving. We'll start maybe, uh, maybe we can come up with a list that we can, hey, what you guys should be going out there and trying to get the husband, the wife, the dad, the mom, the the, the grilling yes. tools, the what whatever it may be. Maybe we can put like a list together of uh, suggestions like you should go get some of this other stuff. Look, hey, if you're seeing it at the as seen section of Walgreens, no, just don't. Right. If you're seeing it, it's like, hey, get it for dad. Look, hey, you don't need a barbecue tool chest where you open it up where there's like these uh, spatulas and tongs and stuff like that. Especially, you know how awkward the big, huge-ass tongs are that you can't like mm-hmm. close yeah. all the way? Wooden handle. The one wooden handle ones, they're horrible. Don't but what buy if it. they have craftsman handles on them? No. Craftsmen don't look like nice. craftsmen. I can tell you that. But they're pretty awesome. They look pretty. They look nice, but they're they're not really. You know what? You know what the best one is? It's the one ninety nine. Yeah. No. The clickers, man. The ones the, you no. get a clicker test, right? The little clicker ones. Yes. No, the best ones are the ones you buy from your kids' fundraiser at school. Oh, that's that's getting way cheap. <laughs> Denny, did you have a recipe for us? Yes. I brought our family recipe to share. Well, let's, let's hear it. Let's throw it up. Let's so, see it. About every other year, I get uh, excited to do everything from scratch, right? Take ownership and like taking care of my turkey, my sides, my apple pie, right? Everything from scratch. So when I'm in that mode, I use a recipe that my aunt has shared with us. And it includes, you know, ingredients like apple cider vinegar, brown sugar, salt, of course, bay leaves and peppercorn, garlic, rosemary, and of course, orange, maybe a little lemon. And uh, Did you say Wendy peppercorn? What? You said Wendy peppercorn. I don't think so. More like a try peppercorn. Okay, this is what happens when you're on the podcast. Alden (laughs) will interrupt you. And throw out movie references. Uh, Albinisms. You may not know. The unfortunate thing (laughs) is that I know zero movies. Like, if you haven't caught me since like 1992 when I watched Home Alone, probably haven't seen the movie since. What's your What's your favorite movie? Uh, My favorite movie is well, I guess I've seen a more current movie. I really like Step Brothers. I like dumb humor. Hmm. Hey, that's right up our alley. Yeah. Maybe Ace Ventura. Well, I don't have any stepbrothers, so I don't know what it's like. So, yeah. It's like, assholes in the mirror are closer than they appear. That's Ace Ventura. Yeah. One of the best movies ever. The man with the rubber glove was surprisingly gentle. Yeah. <laughs> that's about all I know. <laughs> that's, that's actually number two, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Alden uh, interrupted. So yeah. what was the recipe? Yeah, so... Um, Damn it. I mean, I'll provide the recipe because it's it's a pretty awesome recipe. It's a standard recipe, but quite honestly, I am into very practical recipes at this point. And anytime you can get, make things simple, and that's why I like the gadgets. But if you want to uh, check out the recipe we'll put up, otherwise... We'll post it. 
My favorite brine that I'm actually using this Thanksgiving, I used last Thanksgiving, is the Area 51 by Sucklebusters. They make it really awesome and easy, and um, it's just great. If you're not brining your turkeys, if you're not brining your chicken, you are not producing the best that you can. Yeah, you're not winning, 100%. Go over to Lowe's or Home Depot, buy your bucket. If it's cold enough outside, we just actually brine it outside. You don't need to do anything crazy. It's a little harder in Texas to do that. Um, but yeah. one day it's like 30, next day it's like 75. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so get a fresh bucket every year and then, um, you know, you can throw your own brine together really with most of the ingredients you already have at home, mm-hmm. but you still have plenty of time right now to get on the suckle busters, uh, train cause it's amazing brine. Yeah. And, uh, it'll, it'll change your whole Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. If you're not brining, then you're really not doing your turkey that much justice because we all tell people how how to brine something because a lot of people that maybe novice people that are listening to this like what are they talking about how do you brine these things why don't you tell them how to do it so it's easy i actually four easy steps i broke it down for you so uh first you're going to just you know get your waddle water (laughs) (laughs) waddle you're gonna get your water waddle body you got a waddle body turkey and vodka it's great (laughs) No, uh, seriously though, you're going to easily um, just combine some of the ingredients. We'll put it up. It's it's putting your mixture together, boiling it, letting it cool completely, and then basically putting your turkey in in it for about 16 to 24 hours, removing it, and you know obviously making sure you cook your turkey properly and dispose of the brine. So it's just basically like giving your your bird, turkey, chicken a, a really awesome bath. And, you know, main ingredients I like are apple cider vinegar, salt, pepper, sugar, some other things. And, um, you know, just it just kind of lets it all soak it up. So that's brining 101. And basically a big jug or something like that, I like right? a five-gallon bucket. Just yeah, a five-gallon exactly. bucket makes it easy. You don't have to worry about the mess. You just They're $5 at Lowe's or Home Depot. So you just Perfect. throw it away when you're done. Perfect. Yeah. Or don't throw it away. Now they know. Now they don't have to call you. That's yeah. right. We keep the bucket and we'll use it for That's some it. other purpose. Yeah. That's I just right. buy a new bucket every year because um, I try really hard to not make the family sick at Thanksgiving. Yeah. They do sell um, in... Maybe you guys have seen it, but they do sell five-gallon bucket liners. Yeah, I just use a trash bag, but I've been buying those scented trash bags, and I thought today... Did you get today, the Febreze scented <laughs> ones? Yeah, today I thought, huh, <laughs> maybe I should just go bare bucket this year. And... Yeah. Just buy the lemon-scented yeah. uh, no trash bags. Nobody will know. Orange, orange Blast. Yes. <laughs> All right, hey, awesome. Let's transition over to the barbecue fails. I think we have one. Correct. John, hit him up with the barbecue fail. Okay, so this is from the barbecue man Dan. This is uh, he's from uh, Instagram, and I actually came across his post because he was, I guess, being honest with some of his fails uh, online, which is kind of rare. You don't usually get a lot of that. Everybody always posts their perfect pictures, but this guy posted his the fails. Bad, yeah, yeah. I like that. Like the wind, the fell. Like, come on, it can't always be. What really happened, right? Happiness and rainbows all the time. Yeah, exactly. So I asked him, you know, what happened? Like, 
why does it look like that? And I'll, I'll share the picture. And he said basically he converted his Weber Smoky Mountain into a barrel so he could use the hang method. And he had never uh, done that before. Got it cranked up. It was going at 250 or so he thought. And had him on there for about three hours. Needless to say, it was not the best decision because it cooked much hotter because there was no water pan in the Weber Smoky Mountain. And I'm guessing he didn't have any kind of diffuser or anything like that. Kind of hard to describe, but basically it's ruined. It's, you can see it's see. six slabs of ribs that turned into charcoal, whatever. Oh, a fiery mess is what happened. Yeah. Did it, I mean, he did opens he the lid. and like fall down? Like uh, fall okay. off the hooks? Yeah, so, so imagine this. Opening a lid to your meat, thinking like, all right, cool. Let's just check on this a couple hours later. And as soon as you open it, the air hits. And you get this fireball that shoots up out of the pit, probably close to maybe maybe 16 inches or so. Because this whole thing is engulfed in flames. That's solid. That's a solid fell. So I guess he's figured it out since then. Because his post did say before that he'd cooked ribs. I don't know how many thousands of times. And yeah. he's done it so yeah. many times. Hey. But he decided to try this new method. I guess it's a learning curve. There's always a learning curve, I guess, with a different uh, a different method. So yeah. the so the moral of the story: once you figure how to do it, stop trying new. Me- I'm just kidding. Yeah, just keep trying new methods, anyways. Uh, that's, that's a great barbecue fail. Love it. We all have those fails. And Denny, I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you have a barbecue fail? Do you have a cooking fail? Yeah, lots of them. I mean, just one. I mean, I mean. Yeah, so my favorite one was my husband throwing, you know, he already shared, I'm pretty sure, in an earlier episode, throwing his um, piece of wood. The cedar plank. Yeah, into the pool, pool, and then the pool guy having to deal with that. Um, No, I think uh, probably my biggest fail most recent, probably in the last few years, is getting really excited about smoking everything. Like, I've smoked meatballs and lasagna and spaghetti and salsa and, you know, all these things, which is freaking awesome but once i got the uh traeger timberline it has super smoke setting and i really like to smoke apple pies for holidays and i decided to super smoke and then super smoke it again and you taste nothing but like charred even though it's not dark it's not black it's not burnt it's so over smoked that you're like yeah. yeah, there mm. is such thing as over smoking a little too much. certain things. So, right, so you look at it and you're like, oh, look it at was that beautiful. Pie. Look mm. at that little listen, golden crisp. Listen, this mm. pie, this mm. pie was handmade crust. Yeah. Sliced, you know, Granny Smith apples. Yeah. And I took the dough and took the state of Texas cookie cutter. Yeah. And I added states of Texas. To this thing. To this yeah. thing. It's beautiful. Yeah. Fork marks it's all like, around it. So right now, I'm, I'm, I, all I'm seeing is America. I'm seeing God Bless Texas. Correct. I'm uh, seeing... Pampered uh, Chef, so an American brand yeah. that I use this beautiful... Yep. Um, yep. What is it, like I clay the, or mm-hmm. what, what is there? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, right? Like This is going to be and like then, a centerpiece on the dessert table. Yeah. And then it you, looked amazing. You try a bite of it, and, and you're it's like... like mm, I'm sorry, it's just... Is this like a charcoal briquette or something? What's exactly. happening? Exactly. You're like you're you're Am literally I eating, eating smoke. Almost like you get that lighter fluid taste Ooh, coming full, from full. the pie crust. Mm, that's uh, and you know, it wasn't like I had smoked many pies and so it was a normal deal. So it was a deal that was being served at the Thanksgiving, you know, meal. So 
you know, everybody's just eating it, not saying anything. And then, you know, I take a bite and I'm like, oh, this is really not good. So anyway, I will uh, be a little more careful this year. Would That's you please? Awesome. Would you please be more careful? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For the sake of Thanksgiving. Yeah. But I will say one of the smartest things I've done at the same day that this happened is I cooked my entire meal out on the grills, all the sides. You know, I assembled them, took them out, put them on the grills. It helps when you have 17 triggers. Yeah, but it also helps have a really great Thanksgiving because when I walked in, served everybody, the kitchen was clean. So smoke your whole Thanksgiving outside. Yeah. Keep your kitchen clean. You eat, and then you don't have to clean the kitchen. Yeah. And then I'm going to take a nap. So yeah. peace out, guys. And I'm going to eat Costco pie if I decide to oversmoke a pie. <laughs> Costco pie just sounds horrible. No, honestly, nope. it's really good. It's good. It's like a $5 pumpkin pie. That yeah, and it's like, like 40 well, inches I don't like across. pie in general, so yeah. maybe that's why I'm unbiased to them. Yeah. I do like but. smoke pie and smoke cranberry sauce for Thanksgiving. Nice. Stick tuned to the next episode. We're going to bring up all the smoked recipes, Thanksgiving. That's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. So I want to say thank you to Denny for joining the podcast. Chicks we really smoke. do appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Uh, thank you for bringing the Carbock. We appreciate those guys donating the beer and letting us try it and doing the 90-second beer review. Phenomenal stuff. Y'all guys go out there, check it out, try it out. Let us know what you think. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Hey, Alden. Yes, sir. Hit up with the business. Where can they find us? Man, all the platforms. You can find us on Twitter. It's at Grab the Brisket. Facebook and Instagram is at Grab in the Brisket. And email us, fellas, Grab in the Brisket at gmail.com. We love all the feedback. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks. Just grab them in the brisket.